Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to Run Your Money. Today on the show, we're talking about how to best save for your retirement. I'm Veronica Grant, your host and personal finance consultant. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm really excited to maybe a little bit geek out with you today, because today I'm going to talk about the two main types of retirement accounts, a 401k versus a Roth. As always, a little bit of housekeeping. First, last week on the show, I released an episode about what to do with your cash and your bank account. Now, obviously, you do need cash on hand specifically for an emergency fund and also anything else that you want to buy in the next three to five years, like home down payment, vacation, etc. But anything much beyond that really needs to be invested. So if you have any cash beyond those stated purposes, then make sure you listen to that episode because it's going to give you a plan on what to do step by step. Second piece of housekeeping is if you would like my support in helping you create this cash optimization plan, we can call it, then you can book a single session with me. Or if you want a total money overhaul where we look at your debt, spending, budget, investing, etc., then you might do better in my Run Your Money Roadmap, which is a six-week program. So there's multiple sessions, lots of support in between sessions, etc. You can get more info and book either one of those programs over at veronicagrant.com forward slash work with me. And then as always, the third piece of housekeeping is to please make sure you are subscribed to the show and share this episode or another episode with a friend, colleague, etc. And please leave a rating or review wherever you listen to this podcast. I've said it before, I will say it 10 million more times. That is podcast currency and it is what helps me keep this show going. So thank you so much for your support and helping me grow this show. 
All right, y'all. So let's dive into how to best save for retirement. And this is a big reason why you'll often hear me say that investing and thinking about taxes go hand in hand. Because if you were to just simply look at the numbers, they should all come out the same in the end. For example, if I were to multiply two times three times five, I would have two times three equals six times five equals 30. If I were to rearrange those numbers and do five times three times two, I would have five times three is 15 times two, and I would still land at 30. And when you look at the numbers, when it comes to your retirement account and the options you have available, it kind of is the same thing, right? If you have $100 now and you're going to put all of that into your 401k, meaning you're not going to pay taxes on it now, but let's say your tax rate is 22% when you go to take it out in retirement, you're going to wind up with $78 when you withdraw. Or you can pay 22% on that $100 now and put $78 into your Roth account and then take that out tax-free and you still have $78. So the math is all the same when you just look at the numbers. However, it doesn't actually work that way in reality because there are so many different factors that could influence the taxes that you may or may not pay now or the taxes you may or may not pay later. So before we get to whether or not you want to focus on a 401k or a Roth in your retirement savings, I want to just back up really quick and make sure that you understand what each of these retirement accounts offer in terms of their tax advantages. So I often refer to a 401k colloquially, but what I'm really referring to is what's called a traditional retirement account. Traditional retirement accounts take pre-tax dollars and put that into an account and then it grows tax-free. And then when you withdraw it in retirement, you are going to pay income taxes on those withdrawals. Traditional retirement accounts include most commonly the 401k. If you work for a for-profit corporation, you probably have a 401k through work. If you work for a nonprofit or various government entities, you might have a 403b, a 457b, or a TSP, and all of those operate the same exact way. And throughout this episode, I'm going to refer to them either as traditional retirement accounts or 401ks. So just know that if you hear me say that, I'm talking about your 403Bs, 457Bs, etc. Now, importantly, with traditional retirement accounts, you are putting pre-tax dollars into those accounts, meaning this money never even touches your checking account. This is a deduction on your paycheck that your employer takes and puts into your 401k for you. A Roth account behaves in the complete opposite way as traditional retirement accounts do. With a Roth account, you have that money in your checking account that was deposited by your employer, and then you are free to transfer that money wherever you want, and one of the places you can transfer it to is a Roth retirement account. Now, when you invest the money in your Roth retirement account, that money grows tax-free, which means you don't pay dividends tax, you don't pay capital gains taxes on any of your earnings, and when you go to withdraw that money in retirement, you also pay no taxes. When it comes to traditional retirement accounts, you might remember there are many varieties, 401ks, 403bs, etc. When it comes to Roth accounts, there's really only two types. There is a Roth IRA, which stands for Individual Retirement Account, that you can open up at any brokerage firm like Vanguard, Schwab, Fidelity, T. Rowe Price, etc. 
And then some employers will also offer a Roth 401k. The Roth 401k is offered through work, hence the 401k aspect to the title of that account. However, it is after-tax dollars, and when you go to withdraw that money in retirement, you don't pay taxes as well. So you may or may not have access to a Roth 401k, but anyone listening to this has access to a Roth IRA. Yes, there are income limits to be able to contribute to a Roth IRA, but there are other options available for you. I'm not going to get into that in today's episode, but just know that if you do make over about 158 or so, if you're single and it's 218, 220, something like that, if you are married, then there are options for you to do a backdoor Roth so you can still have some of this tax savings later on. So the question then is, which is better? Is it better to prioritize putting money into a Roth or is it better to put money into a 401k? And like I always say, this ultimately comes back down to tax strategy, which is why my mantra is investing and tax strategy go hand in hand. I'm going to walk you through some questions that you'll want to ask yourself that will help you determine if prioritizing a 401k over a Roth is better or prioritizing a Roth over a 401k is better for you. And then at the end, I'm going to talk a little bit about why some people might think a 401k has the general edge and why others think that a Roth has the general edge. And this is all subject to opinion. And here's why. It's impossible to have a clear quote unquote winner when it comes to the question of which is better, a Roth or a 401k. And the reason why it's subjective is because there are so many variables. If you knew exactly how much money you were going to make, not only this year, but for the rest of your working years, and if you knew exactly how much things were going to cost and what inflation was going to do and exactly what the returns on your investment were going to be and exactly the day you were going to die, and I know that sounds pretty morbid, but if you were to know these exact things, then you could definitively say, yes, a Roth is going to be better for my situation, or yes, a 401k is going to be better for my situation. The thing is, is that you don't know any of these things. You can make some estimations. There are some very complex equations that actuaries do that help to build programs to help you figure out some of these unknowns. But ultimately, no one really knows because no one knows how long they're going to live and no one knows what returns will be, what taxes will be, what inflation will be, what income over your working career will be, if you'll be married, if you won't be married, not to mention any future recessions or economic catastrophes like the 2008 crisis or 2020. No one knows any of those things, and all of these things will have a huge impact on the amount of money that you have. So it's impossible to definitively say this is better or that's better. But when you ask yourself the questions, I'm going to tell you in just a few minutes and then have a broad understanding of the edge that both a Roth has over a 401k and an edge that the 401k has over a Roth, then you can make some educated choices. But I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. It's always better to spread the risk. (laughs) It's always better to do a little bit of both if you can. Okay, so we have to remember that the question about whether or not to focus on a 401k or focus on a Roth is ultimately a tax question. And if you were to look at it just on paper and tax rates stay the same, and let's say you stay in your same bracket of 22%, you will ultimately pay the same amount whether or not you put your money in a 401k or a Roth. It's just a matter of do you want to pay those taxes now or pay those taxes later. But as I mentioned, it doesn't always work like that. So here are some things to consider. If you make 
a lot of money now, especially if you're over that six-figure mark. And obviously, that $100,000 mark can mean wildly different things depending on where you are in the country. If you live in the Midwest in a small town, $100,000 is a lot of money. If you live in the middle of San Francisco, $100,000, good luck, (laughs) especially if you have a family. But if you are a relatively high earner, or I will just say the higher your earnings, the more you are going to benefit from a 401k. And that's because the more money you make, the more you are going to be paying in taxes. And so if you can reduce your taxable income, then you have a lot of opportunity to save money now, shielding you from some of those taxes that you would otherwise be liable for. And because most people have a smaller income during retirement, when you do go take out that money in retirement, you will be at a lower tax bracket because, again, most people do have a smaller income in retirement, which is fine because typically you don't need as much money. You get some tax savings when you are in retirement and you're not saving for retirement when you're in retirement. So if you make a lot of money now, or let's really just say it's more of a scale, the more money you make, the more 401k benefits you. Another question to ask yourself is, do you live in a high tax state or city? And where might you live in retirement? Now, if you're in your 20s, 30s, even 40s, you might be like, I don't have a fucking clue. (laughs) And you would not be alone. And that's totally fine. But again, these are just questions to ask yourself. If you live in New York City, for example, you're paying federal taxes. You're also paying state taxes in a relatively high tax state compared to others. And New York City has a relatively high city tax. So you're paying a lot of taxes and the tax savings that you can get from putting money into your 401k are going to be more advantageous for you than if you live in rural Kansas. And this is especially true if you think there's a chance you're probably not going to live in New York City when you retire. This is why retirees flock to Delaware and Florida and Texas, I think Washington State, because there's no state income taxes. Now, again, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you probably don't know where you're going to live in retirement. But if you think there's a good chance you're not going to live where you are now, especially if you're in a high tax area, you're going to have more to benefit from putting money into your 401k as opposed to a Roth. The third thing to ask yourself is, are you earlier in your career or are you later in your career? Now, I said a few moments ago that the more money you make, the more a 401k is beneficial to you. And the opposite is true as well. The less money you make, the more a Roth is beneficial to you. Now, if you don't make a lot of money, you might really want to get those tax savings right now, right? Because you're like, ah, I'm only making $50,000. If I could be taxed as if I only make $40,000, that really means something to me in that tax savings. And I totally understand it. However, if you can swing it, you're really going to be better off by focusing more on your Roth than a 401k, the lower your income is. And that's because there's a good chance that especially... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're early on in your career and not making a lot of money, your income will go up. So then when you go to withdraw money in retirement, you'll be in a higher tax bracket, but all of those withdrawals from your Roth are going to be tax-free. So it's better if you make less money to pay the taxes now because you're in a relatively low tax bracket. And then assuming that you continue to grow in your career, you retire, you're going to be in that higher tax bracket, but you're not going to owe any taxes on what you withdraw from your Roth account. So here is the edge that traditional accounts, aka 401ks, have over a Roth. And that is When you haven't paid taxes on that money yet, you still have options. For example, I work for myself, so I don't have a 401k, or I mean, I did with my old jobs, but I've rolled that all over. And what I have now is called a SEP account, which is a self-employed pension plan. And it operates just like a 401k, et cetera. Now, because I don't have someone giving me a paycheck and there's no deductions, I put that money into my SEP, and then I can write that off later when I go to file my taxes. But essentially, I have all of this money in a SEP account that is growing tax-free. I have not paid taxes on that money yet. And what I'm going to do this year, if you're new to me, you may not know, I had a baby earlier this year in June. I've also done a lot of transition in my career. And as a result of those two things, I haven't actually worked that much this year. So my income is going to be far lower than it has been in the past several years. And I'm also making a pretty solid bet that my income is going to be lower than what it will be in the future. So because of that, I'm taking my money that's in my SEP account. Remember, this is money I have not paid taxes on. And I'm going to convert that to a Roth. When I convert it to a Roth, the IRS is going to be like, hey, wait a minute, we need you to pay taxes on that money because you're withdrawing it from your SEP and putting it into your Roth. This is totally legal and you're allowed to do it and you will not be fined if you do it correctly. But Uncle Sam is going to want his share. And the reason that I'm doing it this year, like I said, my income has been quite low. And so because my income has been quite low, my tax bracket is also going to be much lower this year. So I'm taking advantage of that by paying the taxes now when I'm in a lower tax bracket, as opposed to later on when I withdraw that money from my SEP, when I could be in a higher tax bracket. And because of where I'm going in my career and because of stuff going on with Stevie's career, I'm making a pretty solid bet that this is going to be a lower income year than even in retirement, which is why I'm going to do that conversion. My point in telling you this is that money that is still in a traditional retirement account, you have options to do things like that. So maybe you're listening to this and you know at some point you want to take a sabbatical from work 
or you know you're going to have a baby and you're going to take some time off of work for that, or if you know that you're going to switch careers and take a lower paying job in your new career path, etc., whatever it is, doesn't matter. If you know there's going to be some point where you're going to make less income than you think you will in the future, then you can be super strategic with money that you have in a traditional retirement account by converting it into a Roth. And then that money that I'm putting into my Roth that's coming from my SEP can continue to grow. And then when I go to take it out in retirement, when I'm anticipating being in a higher tax bracket, I'm not going to pay taxes on any of those withdrawals. Money that's in a Roth account, you've already paid taxes on. There's nothing you can do strategically to avoid taxes there or to mitigate taxes because you've already paid taxes and what you withdraw is what you get in retirement. That's the edge that a traditional retirement account has over a Roth retirement account. Here is the edge that a Roth has over a traditional retirement account. Roth accounts protect you from future tax increases because again, remember, whatever you have in your Roth account, you are never ever going to pay taxes on that again. You will not pay taxes on dividends that you earn. You will not pay taxes on capital gains, meaning any gain that you earn from selling an investment or a stock or an index fund. And you will also not pay any taxes on your withdrawals that you make from your account. This is especially advantageous because tax rates can't really go down much further. And it is my opinion that the tides are changing and things do change slow. So who knows how long it'll take and maybe the tide will change yet again before you get into retirement, depending on your age. But I think that the laissez-faire, low taxes, Reaganomics that the U.S. has been operating under ever since the 1980s is slowly going away. And this surprisingly has support from both sides of the aisle in the U.S. Obviously, the more liberals and Democrats are much more vocal on this, but even Republicans are not so happy about just these outrageous corporate profits while prices are high and salaries are low. And the other thing is, is that taxes can't really get cut that much more. It's kind of like when interest rates were close to the bottom in the 2010s, taking out an ARM mortgage, meaning an adjustable rate mortgage, was a really bad idea because interest rates had nowhere else to go but up. And I think the same is relatively true about taxes. I think the corporate tax rate and the capital gains tax rate is the first thing that's going to go up because in my opinion, it is kind of fucked up, right? Really, really wealthy people specifically executives of these huge corporations, are largely paid through stock options. And when you sell a stock to then get cash, you're only paying 15 or 20% depending on your overall income. And that's wildly different than someone who is making a regular salary, like a W-2 employee who's making $150,000. They're going to be taxed at a much higher rate than someone who is earning millions from their stock options. So I think the capital tax rate is going to change, or at least some of the tax rules are going to change. Obviously, no one knows and who knows what could actually get passed in a bipartisan way, because it's almost certainly going to have to be bipartisan, at least to some extent, to get through the Senate. So who knows what's going to happen. But if I were to bet my money, I would bet taxes are going to go up in the long term rather than down. So when you have money in a Roth, you are protected from any tax increases in the future. That all being said, 
there really isn't one clear, yes, you should do this, or yes, you should do that. So I'm going to give you a general outline to follow. First of all, if you get a match through your 401k, that is always and forever the first place you put your money, even if you have credit card debt. Even if you have credit card debt, you do not leave free money on the table under any circumstances. You need to do everything you possibly can to meet that match. So if you make $100,000 and your company offers a 5% match, that means you need to be putting $5,000 into that account every single year so that you can get that $5,000 match from your company. That is an automatic 5% raise in your salary. If you want to raise and you're not doing this and your company won't give you a raise, freaking get the match. So really the question of this episode is to focus on a 401k or a Roth after you receive the match. So if you still have money to invest for retirement after receiving your match, that's when you start asking yourself these questions. Am I a better candidate for putting money into my 401k or am I a better candidate for focusing on my Roth? Generally speaking, if you are in a lower income bracket, I highly recommend focusing on the Roth after you meet your 401k match. If you're a higher earner, here's what I recommend doing. What you're going to do is you're going to put as much money into your 401k as you can. Again, I've said this before on the show, and I will say it 10 million more times. The higher earner you are, the more you need to save if you wish to maintain your lifestyle in retirement. If you make a million dollars but only save $10,000 a year, for example, you're not living like a millionaire when you get to retirement, okay? So if you're a higher earner, what you're going to do is you're going to put as much money as you can into your 401k, and then you're going to invest the tax savings into your Roth. Now, if you max out your 401k as much as you can, but you don't take the tax savings and put into your Roth then you're probably just better off maxing out your Roth first and then coming back to your 401k with any more money that you want to invest. And that gets into some pretty convoluted math that I'm sure will make your eyes go cross if I start explaining it here on the show. So I'm not going to do that. But just know that because of the way both the pros and cons of 401ks versus Roths are set up, this is really the ideal way to go about it. So here's what I mean by investing the tax savings. Let's say you make $100,000 and you decide you're going to max out your 401k, which means in 2023, you can put $22,500 in it. That's going up to 23k, by the way, in 2024. However, we're just going to go with the 22.5 number. And let's say your approximate tax rate is 25%. Now you are getting above the next threshold of your marginal tax rate when you're at $100,000, but we're just going to say you're about paying 25% in taxes. That is highly imperfect. The good news is you don't need to be perfect with this. Now, by you putting $22,500 into your 401k as a $100,000 salary earner, you're going to save about $5,625 in taxes. The reason for that is because when you put $22,500 into your 401k, you are reducing the amount of money that Uncle Sam is going to tax you on. So instead of being taxed as if you made $100,000, you're going to be taxed as if you made $77,500. And that's why you save $5,625. But what you need to turn around and do is take that $5,625 and invest it into a Roth. 
to find out what your tax savings is, multiply how much you put into your 401k times your average tax rate. So for most people, that's going to be somewhere around 22 to 28%. And that way you're getting the best of both worlds in terms of what a 401k versus a Roth has to offer you. And if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to invest the tax savings, then what I recommend after you get your match, go to your Roth, max that out as much as you can in 2024. That is $7,000 in 2023. That's $6,500. Max that out as much as you can. And if you max it out and you still have money, then you can go back to your 401k. However, if you can max your 401k out and then invest the tax savings, that is the optimal way to do that. However, you obviously have to have quite a bit of disposable income to make that happen. So if you do have disposable income, do that. And if you don't have that kind of disposable income, then this is where a Roth is going to be better off for you. Most likely, again, once you get that match in your 401k. All right, so that is the 401k versus Roth. I hope that wasn't too confusing. If you have more questions, then make sure you submit them at veronicagrant.com forward slash ask V, that's V as in Veronica, and I can put some clarifying episodes out in the new year. And of course, if you want me to help you personally figure out your investing and tax strategy and all that kind of good stuff, then make sure you go to veronicagrant.com forward slash work with me to either book a single session so we can jam on it or to do a whole money overhaul, you can book my Run Your Money program. All right, everybody, that's all I got for you. I will be back again next week with a brand new episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Run Your Money show. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a new episode. And hey, before you leave, can you do me a quick favor? please leave a rating or review wherever you listen to this podcast. It takes just a few seconds for you and it helps me enormously to get the show out in front of more women just like you. Thank you so much. You can find show notes, transcripts, free resources, and info on how to work with me at veronicagrant.com. See you next episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.